I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, Bertie, uh, it's episode 115. 115. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? It is mad, Ted. Absolutely mad. That's mad, Ted. Remember I was wearing my blue jumper. <laughs> 115 episodes later, we have finally got onto the topic that we have been dying to talk about since the very first. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm just putting that out there. Uh, hats. Hats, hats. It was a home episode for you, Bertie. I, I threw mm. it right into your wheelhouse. You Those love people that uh, stand outside GA games are going to love this episode. Yes. They love selling hats. Yeah, and headbands. <laughs> yeah, and those little, um, what are they, like cotton twisted uh, yeah, headbands. Yeah. Is that what they are? Half flags and headbands. Fucking make them for two cents and sell them for five euro. There's a profit there, I'm telling you. Yeah, supply and demand. Um, so yeah, we talked about hats. Uh, it's International Hat Day. Yes. Uh, and we also had a little bit of a, a waffle about uh, International Customer Service Week. Yes. Um, some of our experiences uh, being... Uh, served yes. and serving at the same time. And well. it's slightly turned into um, how many women and men work in certain jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Jeez, we went way off topic. <laughs> yeah. actually, um, but we had a good time doing it, in fairness. Yes, we did. We did the, uh, the back usual... Back together again. Yes. It's good to be back, in fairness, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah we did our usual waffle game and we had some shell blooms in there too. Yes. Um, the news was great today, actually. I had a great chat in the, in the news. It was great fun. And... The we news took ages today. Yeah, it did, yeah. I even had news, even though I didn't know I had news. It just came to me. It was... Uh, we did another little subtopic in the intro as well. Yeah. <laughs> little subtopic. Topics all over the place. Um, so, will we name it, Bertie? Let's name it. All right. Okay, here's my, my one for you. Oh, my God. I had a great time with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we're on the same website, because I was going to go... No! <laughs> you've got attitude. Uh, it is the same website. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what did you say? You've got attitude. Yeah, because uh, customer, customers have attitude. What about you've got a great attitude? You've got a great attitude. Love it. There okay, I'll tee you up, Bertie. Okay. Today we talked about hats, we talked about customer service, and because of that, this is episode number 115... You've got great attitude. Miss his voice. Yeah, 
too. <laughs> there he is again. I love that song. I love that song. Yeah, boy John. Our John. Ah, uh, goodbye, John. Good, goodbye, not goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his journey back from China has begun, I believe. Yeah, he's rowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rowing got out that he, long boat like he, the Vikings. He got off the mainland of Chi- mainland of China, but if he's rowing, that means he's off the other side of China, doesn't it? I don't know, John the Viking Queen. I'd say so. Cause so th- his he's in the Pacific Ocean. He's heading towards America. Pacific Ocean. <laughs> He's in a specific ocean, <laughs> all right, yeah. The Pacific. Specifically the Pacific. Um, and he's heading towards, I, I'm guessing his next stop would be Hawaii. and then Oh, hello. That'd be halfway through, and then he'd be heading across. He could drop off and, uh, oh no, I was about to say Sludge lived in Hawaii, but he doesn't. He he was just, he, he was there for a little while, wasn't he? He was there for a little while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Share the Sludge. Point of sludge. That's right for him to say something bad for some reason. Ah. <laughs> uh, Bertie. Oh, hello everybody. Yes, go. we are back together this week. I'm not on my own this week. Uh, welcome to episode 115. Yeah. Uh, last week was 114. I was on my own yeah. So we've done a little bit of a recap about last year. Uh, we got some new information. Owen from work uh, sent us in a few WhatsApps as well. He's awful picky, that lad. He is indeed. Cheney Mac. But if you have a chance, make sure you go back to listen to it. And you can listen to it all our catalog back if you would like to. <laughs> catalog back. There it is. I love it. And um, make sure to rate, like, share, follow, subscribe, comment, uh, wherever you see the podcast. Just be sound. We're here. We're doing things. We're working hard. So, you know, publicize us. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Was there any uh, any Spotify comments last week? That you know of? Just your brother. <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah, and you. <laughs> oh, did I comment? Did I? What did I say? Yeah. I um, remember that, no? I think how great I was. And oh. that you were nervous about coming back because you couldn't live up to the standards that I set last week. It w- there were very high standards, <laughs> in fairness. You did very well. Um, how did it feel recording your podcast from Boards Mill? Oh, grand. I was back in the office. It was like old school when I used to do the workshop podcast. Nice. Very good. Yeah, um, I was in my little boot, my soundproof boot. Had the little radiator on because it was cold out there last week. Oh, man. That's but uh, you find that you've got used to talking to people. Yeah, you do, yeah. So um, there's no, like, interactions. Yeah, you're <laughs> waiting for someone to say something back to you. So it is actually waffle or, you know, waffling on, on your own. And then you realize, what did I say? <laughs> was that the point I wanted to make? And there's no one coming across. There's no one to bounce off. And then you're, the clips help. Like, without putting in the clips and um, talking about things that happened in previous episodes. We definitely, definitely wouldn't have got as far as it is. Did you, is there like four hours of uh, editing that went into that? And that yeah. You recorded for four hours talking absolute shite. Well, I will <laughs> say that I did edit some things because I realised, and you listen back, and I still say A a lot. But ah, yeah, yeah. There was parts where like, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> and it was just silence. Just waffling. Oh, right, silence. <laughs> silence. Okay, okay. And I was like... Oh wait, that was for that was for a minute, wasn't it? A nice reflective <laughs> like, podcast. All right, go check something on the phone that I wanted to say, and I forget that there's no one else talking. Oh man, that's hilarious! So I had to go like edit out little silences. Oh, <laughs> but well, but we got there. We kept the show going. Fair play to you. You are now the only person who's been on this podcast for 115 episodes. Yes, even though one time I was in the box. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, you did miss one. You didn't <laughs> shite you. Um, that's okay. I don't feel so bad. But now. my voice was on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. My voice. Oh, my voice was on last week's one as well. Yeah. From a car. And you didn't you didn't know that either. No, I didn't. So I only heard it when I when I heard it back. I was like, oh, that's me. Um, I'm glad I made it though. So uh, and did did you know when that was from? Like that was from what you sent me, like. Yeah, I was driving back from the north, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said it was from a movie. I didn't realise it was uh, Oh, um I wasn't trying to do that. When Harry met Sally, do you know when she's in the restaurant? And what does she say? Like, you know, she does the 
exactly like you know when she's making eyes. I I uh, I don't think uh, I've seen uh, when uh, Harry met Sally. And you one goes, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> oh right, okay. No, no. <laughs> Never seen that movie. No. Billy, Billy Crystal, Mike Ryan. No we one? could uh, watch it together if you want. Yeah, okay. Let's do it right now instead of doing the podcast. Well, we can do a watch along like we did for the Liverpool game. Oh yeah, that was a good episode. Our lowest rated episode probably. No, wasn't it? Was up there. Oh, yeah. very good. Go on, the Liverpool fans. Our standard uh, 250 people listen. Fair play, please. Well done, lads. Fair play, fair play, fair play. Um, We'd like some more every week, but look. Come here to me. Um, how was your weekend, Bertie? Yes, uh, we had the first round of the Little National League Ladies uh, Division 4. First game yesterday. Very good. Uh, we lost. Oh. But they done well. A lot of them was their first time playing, um, I suppose, adult football maybe together. Right. As well, so... Um, is it a case of because Little sponsored that you have to play your home matches in the local Little of that town? That would be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Running down the, the special vile <laughs> isle. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be far off the size of a football pitch, would it? At the inside of a Little. Some Littles. Do you know what? That'd be class. Do you know what's going to be the next thing now? It's going to be like a Little Extra. Someone's slamming into the fridge. Because there's no such thing as a Little Extra, I don't think, is there? No, no, no. Oh, you're talking about the tex- Tesco Extra, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like what what are they? Are they like Little... Um, what are they? Well, I think uh, uh, Tesco Express is the little ones. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. And then Sorry. you have Tesco Extra, which is like a huge one. So the one in Minuto oh, is huge. Oh, right. Is that like a warehouse that distributes to other no, Tesco's? No, no, it is a Tesco. It's oh. just a really big Tesco. Oh, and right. it's got all the departments. Their clothes, their electronics, oh, their see, homeware, and all that. Very good. Yeah. So little extra. Imagine little extra. I'd like a little extra Jeez. that was just like five aisles of the middle aisle. Five aisles of the middle aisle. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be class, wouldn't it? There you go. I'd like a little extra. Um, yeah. I, th- I think we just <laughs> named the podcast there. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was your, you. Did you didn't you lost? Did you? Uh, yeah, we lost. Yeah. Right. Okay. But 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 they played well, and like we had loads of attacks. It's just that we obviously had a lower lower percentage of conversion from our attacks than they had. You know. So. Right. Okay. Well, it's good. Good start. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Good yeah. Nice and we're, we're we're out against Kilkenny now next week. Very good. Next Sunday. In so Kilkenny. In Kilkenny. We have five away games in a row. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and then two, two at home. Still travelling for you, though, isn't it? Every, every game's an away game for you. Yeah, well, I like uh, going down and getting on the bus with them and because you, you meet somewhere else and you have to put the gear in. Like, if I was just going and you didn't have to bring the cones, the poles, you can just hop on the bus. That's grand. But I like being there and the players getting on and you're making sure they're on and you give them a little fist bump and stuff. And Yeah, yeah. Part of the team, man. Yeah, and make sure they're all on time, of course, well. Uh, yeah, well, there's only is there any tardiness within the squad? Oh, there's a little bit. Yeah, because they're all, what age are they all? 18, 19, 20, and they're in there? They'll, uh, yeah, the two youngest ones, I think, are will be 18 this year. Little babies. At some, uh, some, ti- at some stage, and the rest are all, like, um, 18, 20. Early 20s. In college and stuff like that. So Yeah, getting them out of bed in the mornings is a fucking challenge, I'd say. Yeah, we were all right now. We were only missing one at a minute to 11, and she came at, like, three minutes past 11. Three minutes past? Ah, uh, get uh, off the squad. I know. There's others who wanted more now. Come on. Yeah, I was just a bit disappointed as the car drove in, like, that she didn't tuck and roll out of the car. Just, <laughs> to, <laughs> just to save time. Yeah, no, fair play to her. Um... And uh, continued success in the little games. Yes, that we're, ba- we're back at it, back on the road. Very good. Doesn't be long about coming around. Local little in Kilkenny is about to be hit up this weekend. <laughs> yeah, really, they probably should get actually like coupons or uh, vouchers to go to little after the games. That would oh, be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, even if you got like twenty quid to go in after a game or a tenner or something. I'm still adamant that I want to see people playing football in little. Okay. It's going to be class. I'm going to I'm going to vouch for that one. The uh, little have a new ladies add out as well about equality and stuff. It's quite good. Go on, little. Yeah, fair play to you. Um, my weekend. God, what was my weekend? Oh, I was up and down in the north. Up and I, down. Up and down. Up and I, down. I've seen more family from the north 
in the last uh, seven days than oh. I think I've and seen. And you didn't come back with an accent? In the last, uh, a little bit. Or did you change it when you were up there? <laughs> I could feel it. You know, I could feel it in little bits that I was saying. I, I get more northern when I go up there. Oh, yeah, that's the same. I used to work with a lad from Cork, and uh, he had like a, a little bit of an accent when he was in work, but the weekends he went home, when he came back in on a Monday, he was full cork, and then by Wednesday, then he came back <laughs> down again. Yeah, even doubt. That's mad, that isn't it? How how you can be affected by people around you? Yeah, I'm no good at accents anyway. I just have my accent. I can't like your accent is class. I can't impression it. Impression it. <laughs> you got Sean Connery down there, pretty good. Um, the your accent. Uh, apparently, according to one listener, is something that is very key to this podcast success. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got a very interesting uh, because accent. Because you, you and John uh, just have, and Matt has a posh accent, of course. You, uh, you and John have just a, a neutral accent, is it? Yeah, John's, what is John's? John's is trim, but God, yeah, what, what yeah. is it? Um, and mine's, yeah, mine's you just very school, neutral as well, but I've got a bit of the north kind of in there at the odd time. I suppose it all depends. I assume you get it from your parents because Absolutely, they're, yeah. they're the first people that talk to you. Hundred <laughs> percent. I got mine. Uh, I got mine slapped out of me in primary school. I, I went full mead, and then I got out of sec- secondary school, and uh, I was like. I'm going to talk how I want to talk, and then I just yeah. start talking normally, and oh. I, the northern accent came back. Like I, I, I don't think I can change my accent, but I definitely slow down at points. Yeah. So depending. When you're talking to people from Trim. <laughs> <laughs> how are you today? <laughs> oh, he's from Boards Mill, all right. Boards okay. Millish. Um, no, like you know when you explain things either like in work or um uh, like team talks and stuff. Mm. Although I tend to speed up as I get more into a team talk. Were you? <laughs> I start yeah. off really tactical, and then I get a little bit excited. Do you know with your with your team talks? Do you plan out every word of your team talk, or just kind of have bullet points? No. So it depends on. The feeling in the restroom. Yeah. So if they're already buzzed up on that, that's grand. And if they've played well, that's different. And you're making tweaks or you're trying to say, well, if we do this and do that, that's grand. But then in the times that the first half is like a lackluster first half, you have to give your points that you want to try and fix for the second half and improve. But then you also have to give a little bit of motivation. But you need both because obviously if you're losing or whatever, there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. So you can't just go in and be you know, cliches or motivational things without actually giving direction and tactical. Yeah, it doesn't do anything really, does it? No. No. So then if you're only a point or two down, that's a different team talk. If you've done like useless in the first half, that's obviously different. Then if you've played well, it's just about, oh, keep doing what we're doing, but here's little tweaks then as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've, ne- I've never planned it out. No. You don't plan it, yeah, yeah. No. Do you ever, in your head, sometimes when I'm, I'm about to give a team talk, th- the morning of, I'll have full William Wallace in my head. <laughs> <laughs> standing in front of the girls. And then when I actually am standing in front of them, the feel is completely different. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, the William Wallace doesn't actually work here. No, it's one of those things that um, you have to read the room, I suppose, yeah, and, and yeah. know what's going on. And plus, like you say you don't have a plan, but there will be things from the first half. Yeah, that yeah. you will have to say and then obviously like you're walking in and a players might say something or you might hear a player saying something and you're thinking oh, I didn't realise that happened we'll have to try and fix that or, or, or do something with that like you know mm. do you save uh, do you save a big speech for, for before the game or do you let the let them kind of settle into the game you've done your prep you know what you're doing no well it like so I'm I'm a coach and set up at, at county so I don't really be in before because All right. this year wh- what we're doing is we're going in so we're out for a bit of the warm up then they go in for jerseys and the manager will talk to them and then they'll come back out so I have and to do more warm up yeah All right, okay. so I have to change get everything else ready when they go in like 
So sometimes you have time when you get there, especially away games, that you'll get everything set up. Other times then you'll have to get the ball, footballs ready, put them in positions and stuff after they go in. Warm-up one uh, for you guys is stretches and just kind of generally getting the muscles Yeah, ready. well, you come out and you you go in threes. That's what they like doing. Kick the ball around, a couple of hand passes, pass and move, then go into a little... Without stretching? Yeah, they're just... just yeah, but they're not sprinting right. They don't really like jogging nice. around, moving, getting used to the ball, the ground... Then you go into a little hand pass drill then as well. That's only like, I call it the hourglass. So it's only like uh, two meters away from each other. Mm-hmm. And, and they go across like in an hourglass shape. Right. And that's just that's just kind of getting the legs going. Because you can, if you go into stretching without the blood moving, you know, it's not going to get the, the muscles right. Yeah, yeah So yeah. you need to be warmed up a little bit. So I always like doing a, a you wouldn't call it a casual warm up, but it's such close distance that it's just about getting the legs moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no one mad running, sprinting after the ball. The ball can't be misplaced because it's so close. You get yeah, your hands yeah. warmed up, your eye clued in, if you want to say that as well. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the main warm up then as well, which is about, it is about 15 minutes, but I can cut it back to 12 yeah, if, yeah. If, if you need to with certain things then as well. And like. then in for the jerseys, then in back out for a full. Yeah, back out then. Kind of a tactical warm up. You're then. into a bigger hand pass drill. Then they like doing the. There's one that's uh, like a three player weave, and then the shooters, a shooter goes each side for a point, and one goes through the middle for a goal. All right, they okay. Like that. And then we do a bit of five and five for contact and to get you used to the physicality of the game. Then um, captain probably says a little thing. Um, I had to get the photo taken at the weekend, and then we go into like uh, reaction sprints. So we build up from like seventy percent to a hundred percent. Whether it's pogo hops first. Um, side shuffle into a little bit of a sprint backwards and then into a sprint and then the ma- the captain might say a few words in a huddle and then that's about a minute to, and then you're into it like yeah 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 keep away from the frozen fruit aisle yeah <laughs> but but like that uh, every team is different some teams don't yeah. like going back in some teams once they're out they're out they'll do that chat and, and jerseys the 15 minutes before they come out mm. and then depending on what kind of injuries a team have you might have to add in different things so if there's like loads of hamstring injuries or loads of ankle rolls or something you might have to add in something extra because that's just specific to that team yeah, yeah. and then other teams like other thing like some teams like oh like loads of contact was 3v3 going in and goals 5v5 in a square loads of movement like that some teams even practice like they'll go into their um like backs and forwards to to get the goalkeeper to practice a few kickouts and stuff mm. some teams do that it's just whatever you like and it kind of evolves over the season then as well I love it. We should do a whole topic on this. Um, we're in danger now of actually streaming into a, a topic in itself. Because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I could pick your brain all night on warm-ups. Um, but we won't. Will we go into the news? Uh, yes, news. Or, let's, let's do it. it. Irish teen sensation lands move to AS Roma to play under Jose Mourinho. Have you seen the, the news on this this week? No. Oh, man. This gives me great hope. So under uh, Ireland under-19 star Kevin Zeffi, do you know him? Um, has landed a huge move uh, to work under Jose Mourinho at AS Roma. The former Shamrock Rovers gem has traded one Italian giant for another. He was at Inter. Do you remember he went uh, He went to Inter initially? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, Young Irish yeah. fella. Um, and now he's off to, to Roma um, under Jose Mourinho. It gives you great uh, hope to see Irish lads going abroad like that, doesn't it? Um, uh, well, yeah, because that's, it's like the Premier League and England isn't the be-all and all. You can no. play a good career in other places. I think at that age as well, the likes of Syria, Belgium, uh, Holland, maybe even Scotland and stuff like that is a good level for because lads to be playing. If, if you go and you manage to get in a team and you're earning like 10 grand 
a week. Oh, jeez, I'd bite your hand off for that. <laughs> that's, that's better than any other job. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Ten grand to play football. I, I'd do that gladly. i do it for free, for God's sake. Um, but fair play to him. It does give you great hope for the future of the Ireland squad. Um, See, yeah, uh, Harry Redknapp is uh, throwing his hat in the ring as well. Harry Redknapp. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? So English. Um, is it against the law to have someone so English managing Ireland? Well, what about Jack Charlton? Jack Charlton was an honorary Irishman. Let's not talk about that. But... Someone who he won a World Cup, who very clearly, yeah, oh, with England, yeah, yeah, but Jack was sound. I know Harry's probably sound as well, but he's just he's very cockney, I, like. I th- yeah, but I think he'd get great um, media stuff off him, though, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> well, that's class. You might as well put Roy Keane in there. You get good media stuff off him. I too. think they've put a deadline in like February or something, so I don't think we're. Is it? Yeah. Oh right, so okay. We're going to find out soon. I was thinking so. it kind of went out of my head for a little while. Yeah, that, that we were that's waiting. like last November. They said February, I think, or something. Oh right, okay. Yeah. I, we'd want to get someone soon because there's stuff coming up, isn't there? In March, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Nations, and they'd need to do a lot of prep. Yeah. Unless there's stuff going on in the back background that we don't know about, but we'll see. Um, Ireland manager, maybe some news coming soon. Okay, so, second piece of news. Criminal who escaped from Garda custody while on a smoke break finally hands himself in. Did, did we talk about this last week, your man, that was on... And last week, I don't know, I was on my own last week. <laughs> no, sorry, the week <laughs> before. Did we talk about it? I think I'd planned to talk about it. It's in my oh, phone. Well, we were talking about Liverpool two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely wasn't then. So, there's a lad, basically, who was... Uh, he was taken into Garda... Galda station and basically he was being imprisoned but he went out for a smoke break the guards let him go out for a smoke break and he yeah, just fecked off <laughs> it's like uh, did you ever see that scene in a, I think it's a family guy about the Canadian prisons oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't forget to be back before bedtime okie okie dokie class um, also afraid of dark. so Irish isn't it like to just let him go out for a smoke <laughs> break like, ridiculous but apparently uh, once he escaped the criminal began taunting the guards <laughs> on social media <laughs> saying things like I left on my own ac- I left my own accord and I'll go back on my own accord let that be known that they didn't catch me i'll be uh i'll be what was it i'll be waking back in the or walking it's meant to say walking good lads yeah. lad by but they're doing that thing where they spell things wrong did you um he said he was go back by himself ever hear of a guy called aid mcgrath from kentstown i know the name why what did he do so um do you know when you're watching gogglebox uh, and they're yes. obviously watching shows on tv and showing clips of shows that you wouldn't have watched or maybe missed or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's this show about um, fraud and the uh, the police in England, like, oh and, right. and this detective was like the fraud detective, I don't know yeah. what department it is. Fraud squad. Uh, yeah, we go with that. And there was this um, this um, surgeon in England, and he had like a fancy cottage house or whatever. I think it was like um, on some kind of estate, like big fancy estate. And um, he said that a number of things had got robbed. And he took pictures of them, and he came back. The window was broken, and he rang the police and to have the recording of the phone call to nine 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 or whatever, saying, "Oh, this like chalice was robbed, and this mantelpiece was really valuable and got robbed and everything." And um, so they started doing like detective work, right? And the photos he sent had like uh, a timestamp on them. Uh oh, <laughs> uh, that was after. His phone call to the police, like... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and, and there was also a GPS stamp on the photos from the camera that he gave in. <sighs> and they were in his parents' house in Kentstown. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yes, apparently he comes from, like, a real rich family. They're like, do you know one of those standard, like... Is it, like, the basement and three floors, big white square house... Right. ...that have horses and everything? Country house, like. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like a manor or whatever. So he just robbed himself and then so said that... So he, he came from there and he obviously had money. He's then a surgeon and likes a certain standard of living. Yeah, yeah. And um, his wife was a doctor as well. And they ran into, like, loads of debt in this 
by paying where they live and everything. I think there were 1.1 million debts. So they had this great thing of saying, oh, we'll say we have these things that my father left me because his father died. And we'll say that they're after being robbed. But they were never in London in the first place to be robbed. They were all back at the house in, in, in Kentstown. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So he got eight years. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. So don't he's say that you've robbed yourself. He's halfway there, though, because that was in like 20, that was an old Gaga box. That was like in 2018. Because I had to Google it. Because I think and in the family residence in County Mead, Ireland. I'm like, oh, 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 my God. <laughs> 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 click, click, click. Start um, I Yeah, no, I'd say he's probably out now, maybe. He's probably yeah, could be, yeah. good behaviour and stuff. I wouldn't trust him to be a sergeant. <laughs> no. He's not a great criminal, anyway. Steal your liver and sell it. <laughs> um, but Jenny Mac, yeah, they got him in the end. Yeah, there you go. Fair play. See those lads from Kansas, I never trust them. Oh, yeah. um, okay, couple who moved to the Blasket Islands revealed that their mystery or a mystery illness was cured uh, by lack of stress, apparently. Oh yeah, stress so is no good for you. A couple who moved, uh, I was actually talking to someone, I'll t- give you another story after this. So a couple who moved uh, from London to the Blasket Islands with no electricity or running water have revealed the, how the mystery illness disappeared due to lack of stress in their new home. Uh, the Cork na- native... Emily Campbell and her boyfriend Daniel Regan moved to the island to run uh, a coffee shop and accommodation yeah, after the owners. That's the one that put up the ad every year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, puffins. For the puffins, yeah. Puffin watching. Watching a puffin. Um, so, where was I? Sorry. Good they, <laughs> they were the caretaker duo to cover uh, the year's tourist season from April to October. We should do that for content for the podcast. I'm not doing that. Uh, Emily had been. Uh, Getting away from the kids for a little while. Can't no, 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 no. I have to. I have to. I have to watch my kids. Could we rotate? What you watch my kids for six months? And no, and I mean like <laughs> <laughs> my parenting duties. You, you on for a week, me on for a week in the Basque Islands. Yes, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, you could do that. Is it hard enough to get out there? That's bold. Would you swim it? No, you wouldn't. It'd be dangerous. Enough. I don't know how far it is off. I've never um, been there to see the puffins. So she was working basically as uh, a children's nurse in Great Ormond Street Hospital. Ooh, oh, wow. it's a biggie. Um, and said that the stress had caused her eyes to be sore and red. Ah, she's smoking. She's smoking weed. That's what <laughs> she's doing. Um, and the skin around it was flaking off. Oh, gross. Her eye skin was flaking off. I wonder what that she looked like. Not that. a pink eye, no. That'd be weird. That's exactly what it was. The husband was farting on the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty fecker. So basically, they got out to the island, and he uh, he wasn't farting on the pillows anymore, and the condition disappeared. Oh yeah. um, could be dust mites, or dust mites poop. Dust mites doesn't cause you allergic reaction. It's actually their poop that's in the air. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Do you know if you can, if you can smell someone's fart, then it's actually <laughs> particles of poo. Oh, my God. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the there was. I was talking to someone today, and he was saying that um, his son um, was uh, the captain of a football team for a year there, and only fourteen, fifteen, around that sort of age. And he said that even though he seemed to deal with the pressure of being the captain of the team, yeah. for him, like he felt that this was this was a huge deal. It's a huge honor. He should should feel that way about being the captain of a team. Um, he felt tremendous amount of stress. Oh. Which he felt that his dad, he, his dad felt that he didn't show at all. He didn't see it, but he said to his dad that he felt loads of stress afterwards. Mm. After he's he'd been relieved of his I duties never, for this year. I was never stressed over being captain. Are you just flexing now to say that you were a captain at some stage? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm impressed. You've got but me. You got me all turned on now. You but that, then, when you're 15, maybe it's different. Like I was Park Celtic probably for three or f- three seasons, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then um, for one season for championship, but uh, are, are you sure it was not? It was. Captain and that mascot, no? 
No, it's Captain. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you were the one wearing the big outfit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like being Captain Soccer because you get the armband. Oh, There's I no mean. armbands in the guy. Oh, is there not? <laughs> no, no. You don't uh, like it's a stupid sport. <laughs> um, anyway, he was saying, his son basically, he was feeling the pressure and how it, uh, how it showed in him was he lost a patch of hair Right oh. at the back of his head. Like stress alopecia. Yeah, basically, yeah. It was stress alopecia. So there's Maybe a that's about me. A perfect circle. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. You're so stressed. <laughs> you're stressed so oh my God, you're so stressed. Um, but uh, yeah, a circle uh, on the back of his head. And then he, obviously, the season ended and they rotate the captaincy every year okay. at, at junior level. And his hair grew back. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Um, so it just shows you stress. And I, I think... I was, have, I was having kids, and as soon as I had kids, I started losing my hair. <laughs> the stress <laughs> of having kids, oh my God. Uh, I keep trying to push mine out, but I won't. You had to poop on yourself. The amount of <laughs> underpants you've gone through is ridiculous. <laughs> um, right, that's it in my news. We get on to our topic. <laughs> yeah, about time. <laughs> um, all right, Bertie, uh, I think that I suggested this one, did I? Yeah, you suggested both of them. I suggested both. We're going to go for a twofer today. Because uh, you said it was those days or this week. <laughs> yeah, so the this uh, uh, the initial topic is for our recording day. Yes. Uh, uh our recording day is, we're not going to tell people what it is, but oh, yes. on this recording day it is International Hat Day. Probably just google that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know what day we record on <laughs> basically. Um I thought it was an In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, Underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Interesting topic. Um, I wanted to know where hats came from and what the hell. Why did people start wearing oh. hats? You are a very hatty type person. You're wearing one right now. Yes. And this is my newest hat. Yeah, it's a lovely hat. I like yeah. it. Uh, a lot of the times when I see you, you're wearing a hat. Yes. 
why do you wear a hat so much? Well, I was lucky. I was always a hat person. So I always had hats when I was a kid, whether they're Mead hats or Liverpool hats or whatever. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the older I got and you start losing your hair, you end up coming a little bit more dependent on a hat. Yeah. Do you, would you wear it, like, would you wear it because because you're balding? Uh, I would wear it, like, even when I had hair, I still would have been inside and had a hat on right okay and I, i'd actually forget that sometimes i'd have it on i got that used to having them yeah Um. now i suppose there was times then in school i suppose you couldn't wear hats or whatever and that's a bit different yeah yeah um, mary menton took it off you so many yeah. times i would have had a hat in the bag or whatever or wear at home or whatever yeah and then obviously when it was sunny out or whatever you had hats but i definitely wore them more as i got older too because of the hair but i only wear them mostly when i'd have my hair cut right okay, okay. because the goal was like bitty and shitty right okay yeah yeah so when i have it like nicely cut in the summer or whatever i wouldn't wear hats as much like so you would you feel in the summer that your head gets very warm though and you want to take the hat off uh no not particularly no you just i just have a cut better and tidied like you're just so used to it like now yeah and you get lazy in the winter then as well give me your the type of hats that you have some people are at home going like what the fuck are these two talking about well hats so you said it's international hat then it is indeed but there is a difference so this is a cap. Not oh, a hat. that's true. Okay. Now, hold on. Is this is hat kind of like a, an overall term? Do you know the way you say "oh, kids" and some of them are teenagers, like some of them are tweens, some of them all hot tubs are jacuzzis, but not all jacuzzis are hot tubs. Is that true? Yeah, because jacuzzi is a brand. Oh right, not the actual thing. So is cap a brand or something? Uh, no. Uh, so <laughs> I'll, I'll just read you this little section. Okay, here. go for it, man. Go for so it. So it says uh, both hats and caps fall within the category of headwear. Right. Or headwear oh, accessories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a fascinator. Yes. Um, <laughs> however, all hats have brims and shaped crowns, whereas a cap is less structured and doesn't have a brim, but is is never without a peak or a visor. Never. Never. Right. So you look at, the, I suppose, the different kind of hats. Oh, I've got a load of them here as well. Yeah, pictures and everything. Oh, I, uh, okay. I didn't, I didn't do that much, to yeah. be honest. Okay, I'll, p- I'll put them up if you want to have a look and see. Um, so, like that, you're looking at your baseball cap, so that has a peak. Mm-hmm. And then you have a beanie, which is the woolly, and now bobble hats have also come in because it's got the bobble. Yeah, yeah, I love a beanie. Uh, a fedora, Ooh. which might be uh, famous from uh, that movie. Um, which? Boys in the Hood. No, the one where he's a scientist and he has the whip. Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, a sombrero. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, a cowboy hat. A Panama hat. Love it. A bucket hat. Yeah, not so lo- I don't. I don't love... Bu- it's very English, the old bucket hat, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, I suppose festivals. And fishing. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, a beret. Yes. A top hat. Okay. A boater hat. A tribly hat. A military cap. And a turban. <laughs> look at that. You went through the... Sa- are, you, are you on Wikipedia? No, chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look up there. There's some hats there. The ascot cap. You fucking love an ascot hat, you. Well, devil. I call I call it a flat ha- a flat cap. Uh, I think it's called an ascot. That is that uh, an the ascot. Most, sorry, there's different suits. That's a very Englishy one. The ascot, yeah, that isn't it? Yeah. The Balmoral bonnet, because the one I have oh, has that little bit of a peak going on. You see. Now, what's the difference between a cap, a baseball cap, and a beanie? That's not what I call a beanie. No, me either. That's not oh, look at the bearskin. Um, berets. A, a beanie is basically a woolly hat without a bubble. Now, do yeah, you're right, yeah. Do that's called a chulo. Look at this. Where did you get this from? I don't know. This is Wikipedia. Um, do you remember a cordovan hat? Um, do you remember the uh, fedora phase when there was yeah. lads walking around the palace 
in feckin' fedoras, looking stupid. No. Oh my god, man! Justin Justin Timberlake wore a fedora in NSYNC or something. Oh, was it? And everyone just started wearing these bloody fedoras. See that thing there? See that that joke? Yeah. That stupid hat. Yeah, that's not a cowboy hat. I have to admit. I had one for a little while. A fedora. I was, yeah. I was like, I'm going to wear this. It looks so cool. And then I put it on and I was like, oh my God. But within, within the broader hat um, titles, there are like subcategories. Yeah. So like if you say a cowboy hat, a cowboy hat just isn't a cowboy hat. There are like 10 different styles of cowboy hats. All right. Okay. You can go in closer to that. Yes. Depending on what you want. People, uh, fans of Yellowstone would, would probably recognize a few of them. Like. Yeah. So there's like the cattleman hat. Uh, wh- what does that look like? Um, this is, a very this vi- is the visual. most traditionally widely recognized cowboy hat style. It has a creased crown with four dents, oh creating yeah, a square or rectangular shape in the top. Do you know? Uh, do you know what I think? Right. If you were to wear, do you know what a pork pie hat is? Do you know what a pork pie is? No. It's kind of kind of like it looks like a pork pie. Y- yeah, it's kind of like um like a fedora, but it's kind of it's even all the way around. But yeah. if if you wear a hat like this or see something like that. This is more, it becomes more of your personality than it does kind of, it's not just a hat anymore. It's, that's that guy that wears that hat all the time. Well, some people haven't seen me without a hat. (laughs) Yeah, now that you say it, it's like that thing, do you ever watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine where your man covers up his ear and he's like, do I have an earring or not? You're like, shit, I can actually imagine you with an (laughs) earring actually. Um, Now that you say it, it's very rare that I see you without a hat on. Because I have like... um, I have uh, you know casual everyday hats, which is would be my baseball hats. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly Liverpool. I have uh, I have a Paddy Fong one. Oh, do you hit Paddy Fong one? Yeah, and oh, I have um, Mead me one, a Longford one. I have also an Offaly one from last year. Yeah. Um. Then I have the Movement one, that clothing brand. Ah, I have a few of them, but they're Very the ones much. that I pretty much wear every day. Right. And then I have like the special occasion ones, which is my flat hat. That would go with a suit, and then I have my my black one, the light the light linen one that goes with a tux. I knew this was the right topic for you. <laughs> <laughs> so can I give you some of the history? Yes. So while there are not many official records of hats uh, before three thousand BC, they probably were commonplace before that. So the twenty seven thousand oh to thirty thousand year old Venus of Willendorf. Uh, figurine may depict a woman wearing a woven hat. One of the earliest known confirmed hats was worn in uh, by a Bronze Age man nicknamed Utzel, Utzi, no Utzi, sorry, um, whose body, including his hat, was found frozen in a mountain between Austria and Italy, where he had been since around 3250 BC, before cheese. Isn't that ridiculous? He was where uh, he was found wearing a bearskin cap with a chin strap underneath. <laughs> before cheese. <laughs> um, uh, with a chin strap uh, made of several hides stitched together essentially resembling a Russian fur hat uh, with flaps so like the hat was made as you may suspect uh, to keep your head warm basically oh yeah is what it was for made out of animals um, it, it is, is of course before Christ before people uh, <laughs> do you know what 80 is Anno Domini oh yeah look at you yeah yeah yeah, we all went to mass when we were younger. Come on. Um, Anno Domini. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. So, the the first uh, pictorial depictions of uh, hats appear in... Oh, Ozil, Ozil was around. Where is he now? Turkey, is he? <laughs> he was around then, is he? <laughs> Mesut Ozil wore the first hat uh, in Thebes, Egypt. Uh, oh yeah, anyway. 
uh, it's feckin' old, basically, is what I'm saying. The the earlier hats include the the Pileus, a simple skull-like cap, uh, the Phrygian cap, worn by freed slaves in Greece and in Rome. I presume these originated for baseball, to keep the sun out of the eyes of the pitchers. No, I don't think so. They were army hats, you mad joke. No, but like... The oh, the baseball cap. Yeah, baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, actually, that's a good one to um, to Google. Do you want to Google that where the where the old baseball cap came from? Um, so, in the Middle Ages, hats were uh, a marker of social status and used to single out certain groups. Uh, the twelve fifteen Fourth Council of the Laterian required that all Jews identify themselves by wearing a Juden hat or das Juden hat. Uh, making them uh, targets for anti-Semitism. Oh, that's kind of messed up. Uh, the hats were usually yellow and either pointed or square. In the Middle Ages, hats for women ranged from simple scarves to elaborate henin, uh, the denoted social status. Structured hats for women, similar to those of male uh, courtiers, began to be worn in the late 16th century. The term milliner, a hat maker, obviously. Oh, that was some from Wordsmill. No, do you know where it comes from? The Italian city of Milan, oh, Milliner, there you go, uh, where the best quality hats were made in the 18th century. Uh, millinery was a tradition, uh, traditionally a woman's occupation, and the milliner not only created hats and bonnets, but also chosen lace, trimmings, and accessories to complete an outfit. Isn't that lovely? There you go. It did come from baseball. It was baseball. Go on, yeah. give, us, give us the history of it there. Oh, God, it's a long history. Uh in order to find out, we need to rewind a bit. Already in the 1860, amateur baseball team Brooklyn Excelsiors wore a headwear with a visor in order to shade their eyes and obtain better vision in dazzling sunlight. These caps soon became popular in America, the country where baseball caps originate from. The modern version of the caps was born during the 1940s with added ventilation holes and longer brims for better shield from the sunshine. There you go. Nice. I think I'm going to start wearing a hat more often now. Hmm, I think so. You, you've you've inspired me, I have to say. Uh, right, we move on to our second topic of the second day. topic. Okay, so this whole week, actually, it's not just today. The whole week. Yeah, it's the whole week. It's customer service week, and I read something on Reddit because I love Reddit these days. Um, and you're, you're so into Reddit right now. <laughs> this the title of it was "Customer Service is Fake." Right, so I'm going to read it out to you, and you can see what you think. Um, so here is the comment. Why is it still a thing? I don't care how employees act as long as they get their tasks done and help me find my shit by typing some stuff into a computer or in the middle of their mobile device things that they have. I don't like fake niceness. I think customer service reps or workers should be able to act how they want. And if customers don't like it, they can get the F out and go somewhere else. Why do we have to be fake as a society and put up with BS front because of a job? I can tell when employees do not want to be working, but they have uh, but they have no choice due to early life decisions. And of course, they'd rather not have uh, they'd rather have a crappy retail service job than be homeless. So the basic uh, the basic message in here is this person doesn't like people who are being forced to be nice to him or her uh, while they're doing their customer service thing. Is there a thing that? Bad customer service, like, could push you over the edge if you weren't in a nice frame of mind. Are you talking about that movie where your man gets pushed over the edge and goes around with a rocket launcher killing everyone? What's that called? Your man who's married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. What's his name? Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas. Oh. Fallen, is it? 
Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, he just has a really crappy day and he just goes bananas and starts right. blowing people up. <laughs> no, because class. obviously, uh, there's moments that um, people have said something to someone when they're about to do something and it like changed the direction of their life. And I wonder, is customer service that important? I. Plus, it's also a thing that just don't be a dick. Because it's not actually about customer service, it's about people themselves. Because whether you meet someone in the street that's not actually giving you a service or anything, you still don't want them to be a dickhead. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I think um I think the the where you're going or what what um what what retail outlet you're getting stuff from uh is important when we talk about this as well. So yeah. what I mean by this is if say if you're working in a restaurant or something, you you're there to kind of have a meal, you're there to relax. You don't want someone to be an arsehole unless you're yeah. going to that Karen's diner dump. <laughs> um but say if someone I don't want to talk down of any any retail jobs, but like if you're in a really crap retail job and, and, you, yeah, and you might have a crap boss and you yeah, that that holds I don't feel bad if someone is just kind of is, is not friendly. Yeah. I hate when someone is like over friendly and you can tell mm-hmm. that they're being forced to be friendly like to in you. America. Yeah. I'd I'd like someone well, I just to be genuine with me. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. just genuine, probably polite rather than maybe over friendly or that. And like that says to it that they're able to do their job mm. because you want somewhere in the middle that they're able to do their job and they're being like polite. But they're I'd rather that than them being like really polite and super nice, but not being able to do their job. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, how are you? Are you yeah. having a nice day? It's driven like America's driven by by customer service because they they work off a lot of tips. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, I started saying things because you know, um, when you're in a shop and that, I try to say, "Oh, like have a good evening" or yeah, "Cheers" yeah. or whatever. Thanks, just to be polite to them because you don't know how many people have been dickheads to them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and they don't deserve that either. The amount of people that go through a shop. Imagine you're working in pennies or something. Yeah, the amount of people you see at the till. Over and over yep. and over. And you might get the employee that's after having like four or five shitty customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you might think... And oh, you are the last yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, their customer service is shit. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, as as a customer, it is nice to get someone... Say you have... I, I don't know if we have an example now, but if you have someone who's really... Uh, I'll give you a good example, oh actually. My God. Okay, okay here go. we go. So we were playing a gig in the Palace on Saturday night, and there's a young man there... Like, there's all the usual bar, bar staff. Um, they're all grand. Like, they're not unfriendly. But this young fella, he came from Brazil. He's only here about six months. And he got a job in the palace. It's his first job here I- in Ireland. He's only 23 or 24, I think he said. So he traveled here to kind of better his English. Yep. And he's going to do... He's going to study here as well. And he so probably he watched uh, Tom Cruise, um, 1986 classic cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, yeah, he could actually do cocktails quite well, actually, in fairness <laughs> to him. But he, um, he traveled here to better his English. And he said that he wants to live here because just the... Uh, the prospects here are better than where he is. He's from Sao Paulo in Brazil. Um, but his enthusiasm for what he was yeah. doing was really infectious. I wanted yeah, to kind of go back. I just chatted to him for about five, ten minutes because we were setting up and stuff. And you could see that everyone he interacted with was like having a good time. Yeah. And they wanted to go back to him. So like something like that where you've got someone who's really enthusiastic about what they do, even if it's something that's really mundane, yeah. can attract more people to your business. That's true. You know what I mean. So if you if you have good customer service, it's likely that you'll go back to that place again. But he's probably um, 
he hasn't been beaten down by yeah. society yet. <laughs> or like I, I think like maybe do some people take jobs and they feel like it's below them and they don't want to be there. It's like oh I have to do this because of that. Yeah. So I suppose there's a difference in people maybe being in jobs and you say might retail. Now some people would love a career in retail, whether it become a manager, system manager, mm. you know, maybe own your own shop one day or have the case may be. But then there's probably a vast majority of people that are in these kind of jobs that don't want to be in that job yeah, that yeah, you just yeah. need money at that particular point yeah yeah so that's probably where some of the bad customer service comes to yeah do. I'd, I'd imagine i'll go back into the past about two months and that lad will be really dour <laughs> <laughs> what do you want <laughs> but you see things on tiktok and they put up and like there's this one and uh, she works in um what's it called like it's like a motor factors in america it was like an auto body shop or whatever and she works in the parts right and the amount of people that ring up and won't talk to her no way. Because it's not a lad on the phone or whatever. No way. And she, she, she puts up like reactions to them that like um she gets like a little bit cheeky in a funny way as much like, you know, because she obviously knows her job and she's good at her job and she knows the parts and she knows cars. Mm. But people will want to talk to uh, a fella lad. or yeah. whatever. And just to put things she puts up like and some people are really rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For no other reason, just the fact that it's a girl or woman or whatever There's answer the phone. Different jobs like that that are, that are kind of gender biased, aren't they? Like yeah. if you say if you had right, you say you, you have kids and you're advertising for a nanny. Oh, a manny. <laughs> yeah, right? So if there's a choice of like four women and one man, yeah. you're going to probably gravitate towards the women. Unless it was Freddie Prince Jr. That's <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Man. I definitely am Freddie Prince Jr. What a ride. Um, and a great yeah. nanny as well. But I, I think in a job like that, and it might be the same in the other way, that a lot of women... And maybe th- this is probably hopefully statistically backed up. Mm-hmm. Um, our nannies, right? There's a bigger pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's a bigger pool of uh, females working as nannies than there are males, then that means that there are better, a bigger variety of them that are going to be really good at their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could be picking from, you know, if you say that you you, you could have eight interviews and yeah. eight of them are women, and then you have two that are fellas that come. Then you're picking from two fellas who might be really shit. Yeah, that's but true. But then you have A to pick from, and at least one of them should be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder if uh, if we can inspire some some men here now to go and chase your dreams. Ann Summers are hiring. You can work there too. It doesn't. You don't have to be a woman to go work in Ann Summers. Oh, did I? No, no, no. And like, oh. you can help with the fitting rooms. You can help show people. How things look. Don't be afraid to go and chase that dream. Chase that dream. <laughs> you dirty pervert. Go on. I think oh, p- pretty much now, though, that every job can be done remotely. <laughs> no, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Welcome I mean, to Ann Summers through Zoom. By, by men and women, like male, female, like, it's, it's, it's very hard to think that one would be. Is there any job that's specifically. Wet nurse, maybe. <laughs> maybe female oriented. <laughs> well, what did they say in, in Friends? It was a penis model. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, probably, no, well, actually, these days, you, don't, you just don't know. But um, it, it is a point, I think, that, say, right, you say, like, women can be engineers. Yeah. But it's the same thing the other way around. There are more men that go to be engineers than are women. Yeah, it's a numbers game, really. So then it? there's a bigger population and a better chance to find a better male engineer than a female engineer doesn't mean that you won't find them it just means you'll have to look harder because mm. there's a smaller group that would gravitate towards being engineers now what do you think about we're, we're trailing way off here but what, what do you think about gender um 
what's the the word I'm trying to say? Ge- say gender forced like gender equality. What's that called? Within a, within a, a work like the FAI have to have now. You see that thing? Are recently? you are you going where like uh, Joey Barton was talking about the female? No 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 no. <laughs> I'm just talking about uh, div- it's like diversity has to be. Um, forced diversity yeah basically yeah. within say so a board there has so to be so many females there has to be so many males yeah so basically I suppose some places are trying to diversify mm-hmm. but they're just hiring ones because it fits yeah the criteria yeah rather than yeah. them actually being good at the job yeah, which yeah. isn't great either and I think people themselves wouldn't want to be in that job just because they're a man or a woman mm-hmm. they want to be there because that's the right job or they're good enough for it yeah, because yeah. just what, what Joey Barton was saying like there are some um, male um, analysis and commentators, whatever analysts. Yeah, analysts yeah. that are useless. Yeah, there is. Yeah, absolutely. and there's some that are, are really good. Mike alone comes to mind. Some that he's I like. Shite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny shit though. That's it. he's not an iron shit. I, f- I, h- some I hate there. him. So and much. then there's some um, oh fe- female ones that you you don't think are any good, but then there are some that are really good as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same thing. They're outnumbered. Is that what Joey Barton said? Did he not? Ju- was he just really sexist? <laughs> There was like, and I think some people agreed with him. He was making like a really vague point, but didn't make it very well. So if he could come out and basically said that, there are loads of lads who are commentators who are crap. There are some that are really good. There are some women that are really good. Some are really crap. You should just get the best best analysis or commentator for the job. Mm -hmm. If that's what he said, I think that's okay. He wasn't saying, was his point not... Women should stick to commentating on women's football. Yeah, so I I think like he, he was going... There was a, a like as I said a really vague point towards the end of what he was saying that it should be the best person for the job. Right. Okay. But if he'd actually said that, it would yeah, have been a bit better. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If that was his point, his actual point, I think that that's fine. Yeah. But I don't think it was. But that was like a little thing just at the end that people were like clinging to. I think this is what he meant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we love Joey Barton. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. 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 Uh, don't agree with what Joey Barton said at all. No. Um, will we get on to the waffle game? Waffle game. Let's do it. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the waffle game. So I uh, just have to do the second time. And uh, will oh. you will you do the time? Because I, am I, I going to time myself? Yeah, because I can't do time and 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 read the answers. <laughs> I'm just going to let go for ages. Yeah, that's thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes there. Uh, right, hold on. 30 seconds on the stopwatch. So I'm doing me. I'll just leave it there so you can see yes, it. Yes, do yourself. Um, do you have a pen just so <laughs> I can mark down what... Uh, it was very cheeky, Bertie. Right, uh, there you go. Uh, I think I have a page. It's that time you know name. Love that time. Okay, so, Scotty, yes. well, you can start the clock. Um, I'm not starting yet. No, get ready to do that. Okay. Can you name the five American football teams that doesn't have an animal in their name? Oh, God. Washington Redskins? That one, they're not called that anymore, are they? Dallas Cowboys, um, the Patriots, uh, the Steelers, the uh, oh not Panthers, Rams, uh, what's the other states? Uh, Cowboys, um, not the Dolphins, the Magic, no, that's basketball. Third time, time. <laughs> I, I, I should have said I would have taken the the nickname. You didn't have to do the states or the cities or whatever. Oh right, okay. Um, did I fail miserably? Yeah, you got one. Oh for fuck's sake! Now just as a little bit of extra time, have you? Do you know any? No. Uh, let me think. Los Angeles, 
The Raiders? No. That, yeah. That is one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I got. Uh, that's the one you got, yeah. What about the Steelers? Uh, yeah, that was there. Oh, did I get two then? No, you only got one. Oh. You, you didn't mention... Of your list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. There's more than five. Uh, oh, oh, there's... Yeah, so I had the Steelers, yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, Las yeah. Vegas Raiders, New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings, and San Francisco 49ers. Oh, the 49ers, yeah. Yeah. Stupid numbers. So you got one. You got the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. They oh, they're Las Vegas. They're not. Uh, yeah, they changed because there's a little asterisk beside their name. They used to be somewhere else. Yeah, what was the name of that? The. Uh, they're just the Raiders. No, they were from I, I Oakland Raiders. Oakland, wasn't it? Uh, oh, maybe, yeah. Because hmm. uh, it's really weird the way they've moved. Imagine, like, Liver- stupid, yeah, Liverpool yeah. moving to London just, yeah, yeah. just to have, like. Buying the franchise. You know, sure, the, the. What are they called? The Lakers weren't from Los Angeles. They were from somewhere else. Yeah, as well, yeah. Now there are more teams than that, um, and obviously there's lots with like dolphins, eagles, mm, bears, seahawks, yeah. But it was giants. Oh, giants! What about the giants? Were they on your list? Um, yeah, New York Giants. Yeah, they were. Uh, but you didn't say. No, I didn't. No. Ah, oh, well, that's it. I okay. don't. I don't know American football that well, really. You got one. My brother would have actually eaten that that up for breakfast. I'd say. Oh, well, it's just because it's not coming towards the end of Super Bowl in a few weeks. Oh, is it? Yeah, in February. It's always it's Saturday, February, isn't it? Oh, God, I have no clue whatsoever. Super Bowl. Um, I would be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Who is in? Do you know any of the any of the teams that are, are in it? Nope. Just watch the Super Bowl. All right, okay. <laughs> and casual, do you care? Ca- really? Casually follow the Eagles, because I have a hat by the Eagles. All right, okay. Um, will we get on to our uh, shell bombs? Shell bombs. Okay, let's do it. Shell bombs. All right. Um, I wanted to give you some interesting facts, Bertie. Yes. About uh, hats. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have done that too. Literally just Google this right now because I forgot oh about shut Um So interesting facts about hats. London black taxis are made tall so that the gentleman can ride in them without taking their top hat off. Oh, my God. Did you know that? No. Look at that one. Uh, in the middle of the 19th century, baseball umpires wore top hats during the game. Oh, crazy. crazy. Uh, white tall chef hats traditionally have... 100 pleats to represent hundreds of ways an egg can be prepared. No way. Yeah. They were invented by a cuisine inventors, Marie Antoinette Carabé and Auguste de Escoffier, uh, as a method of establishing hierarchy in the kitchen. So the higher your chef's hat, the more of a big bollocks you were, basically. I got those. Those two names I said in French were actually pretty on on the nose. Yeah, I, I, I believe that that's what they're called. Escoffier and Antoine Carabé. What other... Um, Carabé. What other job go. could you eat the bigger th- your hat is or thing is? So, like, say you were <laughs> The bigger your thing is? Yeah. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, w- would it work like, because the better you are at drums, you've the bigger drums have. <laughs> no, that's not the way it is. No, 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 no. no. That's not how that works. Um, d- well, I can, yeah, porn. That's the only one I can think of, really. Or, like, the lower your socks are, the better football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The more holes you have in the back of them now. <laughs> these days. Um, anyway. Bertie? Uh, are you a fan of squirrels? I love a squirrel. Love a squirrel. Well, apparently there's a lot of squirrels in the Netherlands. In where? The Netherlands? The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Along with, 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 with clogs. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, specifically in The Hague, um, there are a lot of squirrels. Right. And um, they were getting killed in the road. Oh. So in The Hague, they spent a lot of money and they built a squirrel bridge. No way. To go across the motorway. Or freeway. Or whatever they call it in the Netherlands. No way. There you go, yep. Yeah. The Hague. Yeah, I think it was like 30-something thousand or something. They put criminals away and they have squirrel bridges. Squirrel bridges. Go on the Hague. There you go. Uh, okay, shell bombs. Shell bombs. Shell bombs.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.